Welcome to the New Hope Sermon of the Week. We hope you are encouraged by this message by our special guest speaker. And I want to read the text before I introduce my wife to give you a word of greeting, admonition, and sing you a song. Probably the most popular song in the underground church now. Amen. And this message is from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 19 through 23, a passion for missions. Why? Because missions is the heartbeat, heartthrob of our Lord. Amen. Go and do likewise. He didn't just go either. Go and do likewise. Luke 10, 37. But 1 Corinthians chapter 9, before my wife Esther comes, is a powerful passage. I believe it captures the heartbeat of our Lord, which was imparted unto the apostle Paul who without a doubt was the greatest missionary apostle. He wrote half of the New Testament. And he never met Jesus in person. Imagine that. But he was knocked down out of his high horse of holiness of hypocrisy, you know. (laughs) When he encountered Jesus in Acts chapter 9, you know. But let's check out this passage, 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 23, before Esther comes. And then I'll go into this text with a powerful message God has given me, a passion for missions, along with uh, some testimonies that we experienced the past few weeks in Central America, Guatemala. And exactly in 14 days uh, after AM service, Atlanta will be flying to minister another few weeks in Sao Paulo, Brazil. This is the word of God. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 19 through 23. For though I'm free from all men, Yet I have made myself a do-loss, a bond slave unto all, so as to, so as to, power of purpose. The purpose clause says, so as to win the M-O-R-E. I'm going to emphasize more until all. More until all. A passion for missions. Now he give four examples right now. Example number one, verse 20. To the Jews, I became as a Jew so that I might win the Jews. Second, to those who are under the law, as under the law, so that I might win those who are under the law. To the third group who are without the law, I become one as without the law, so as to win those who are without law. And the fourth group to the weak, I become as weak as the weak, so as to win the weak. The weak. This is called different folks, different strokes. <laughs> different folks, different strokes. Amen. Amen. And Jesus used that many times and Paul Peter the same and the, the most, most powerful I should I say the catchphrase the punchline is verse 23 said it says uh, in verse 22 second part of verse 22 rather I have become all things look at half of the verse A-A-R three times in half a verse I have become all things to all men that by all means necessary say some last verse said all this I do, look at the motive. Check out the motive because God look at the heart much more than the hand. The hand of ability is nothing without a heart of ability. And a heart of purity and availability. And I do this for the gospel's sake. Not ego, not title, not logo. All of the bunch of idols that God hates. For the sake of the gospel. For Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is the gospel. Amen. That I may be partaker of it. Of his promise, of his power, of his blessings. How? Without partners, I cannot be partakers with you. Amen? So this is the message I want you to remember and even memorize. Because this is a passion for missions. And let's welcome Esther to give us a few words of greetings and sing a song. Amen. Praise the Lord.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good and he is greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. The word of God declared unto all of us in book of Matthew chapter 18 verse 18 to 20. It is a powerful God, the word of God because the Lord Jesus Christ person said this to all of us. Said, surely or very, very, I say unto you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Amen. Whatever you lose on earth shall be loosened in heaven. Yes, amen. And why? And Jesus said it again. Again, I say to you, when two or three gather together in my name, I'll be in the midst of you. And Jesus, before that, and Jesus said this very important word to us. And before he said, I say it again, he said, I say it again. When two of you agree on earth and ask anything, and you ask anything, and you do in agreement on earth, it shall be done by my Father in heaven. Amen. That is the powerful presence of God and promise of God. And because Jesus, when we gather together in the name of Jesus, he will be with us. When Jesus is with us, when Jesus is for us, who can go against us? And who can stop us? Nobody and nothing. Amen. And so therefore, and before I want to sing this song, and Jesus is here today with all of us, and because Jesus promised us, and we are more than two or three people. Amen. And we are here in the name of Jesus. And therefore, I want you have watched the video, and it is powerful. And for sure, is and in China we said a picture is worth ten thousand words. Amen. So we see the picture, we'll never forget in our head, and how the people are in China. And but I say to all of you, and if a picture is worth ten thousand head, ten thousand words. I would say an experience is worth 10,000 pictures. Amen. 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 So therefore, today, I want to ask you for something that everybody over here, we can participate. We can participate in the validity of the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why? And before, you know, while Pastor... um, Brenda was praying, and the Lord just suddenly touched me, and I got a strong conviction, and especially on this passage I have read just, just, just now, and because why, and I heard our pastor Tommy is not feeling well, so I'm asking, and Pastor Brenda, can you come over here, and we want to pray together for Pastor Tommy, amen. So I need it for your participation because if two of us agree together and ask anything on earth, it shall be done by our Father in heaven. And therefore we're gonna agree, we want to pray in agreement, in agreement, whatever I pray and you guys need agree with me. And this is the deal. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we come to the throne of God Almighty. And we ask you, O oh Lord, and touch Pastor Tommy, O oh Lord, from the bottom of his head to the, to the bottom of his feet. Completely, O oh Lord, and cast all the diseases and sickness away from his body. In the name of Jesus, completely heal him and strengthen, strengthen him in the name of Jesus, in the power. 
it's done and it will done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen. Amen, amen, hallelujah, amen. And the Lord is with us. Amen. I want to sing this song. And why? Because when we gather together and we know Jesus is with us. And Jesus is among us. And so today I sing this song. Jesus is here. Amen. This song is in Chinese. And the word translated from Chinese into English is the presence of the Lord is here. The word of God is here. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is here. And here is a different world. Look how good and beautiful when brothers dwell together in unity. It's like the dew of Hermon or falling on Mount Zion because love is here. Peace is here. Light is here and life is here. All the bestowed blessings Jehovah are here. And if you want to have it, it's all in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm going to say I'm going to sing this song in Chinese. Anybody who knows Chinese, you are more than welcome to sing with me together. Even if you don't know any single word in Chinese, you can still praise the Lord together with me and sing with me together with your hand, with your heart, and also with your spirit. Therefore, let's stand up and worship our God together. Amen. for Christ. That song actually is based on Psalm 133. Behold how beautiful. In Spanish cuan delicioso. Hallelujah. I'm a Chino Latino for you today. Amen. That's what they call me in, in Latin American churches and, and Spanish countries as a Chino Latino. The Latino Chinese. Amen. I started serving in Puerto Rico starting 1990. Praise God. It's just awesome. And, and ever since then, I've been just traveling all over. And in exactly two weeks, Brazil, I need to learn Portuguese. Amen. Praise God. It's the only country in Latin America that speaks Portuguese. Amen. But the past few months, preaching all over Lima, Peru, Costa Rica, Panama, with a, uh, right before the holidays, uh, Argentina, all over. We have many saved, just like uh, uh, 
a few days ago when every service people saved and healed it's just a revival revival church of god church of god is the strongest in guatemala it is a small country with about 700,000 members now in the little country central america guatemala and they are sending out missionaries to mali to niger to senegal to morocco where i have been teaching preaching with them praise god this is awesome Central American countries, especially where we are going in exactly 14 days, Sao Paulo, Brazil, is called El Centro de Adiestramiento Misionero. It's a church called South American Center for Missionary Training, and they are sending missionaries all over the world. It's great. It's great. But I think we need to wake up in America that we have put missions on the back burner in Cleveland, Tennessee, which is not good at all. I've been related with mission now. 37 years, full-time with Church of God Mission, 33 years. So I can sense it's a different spirit. Just like this country has a different spirit, and it's not the spirit of God either. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And, and as I think Pastor Brandon prophetic, don't just see what is going on in the Ukraine, what is behind it, and who is financing that? Because where Putin was two, three weeks ago, signing. It's unbelievable. And their number one enemy is us. And some of our people, our politicians especially, have not waken up or don't want to wake up because too many businesses, should I say multi-billion, with them. So I don't want to get into that. Amen? But I want to check with But I just want to give you an alarm so that you'll be awakened, you know? Because we have been too soft, too comfortable. Therefore, comfort causes complacency. You know what I mean? Just like charisma without character causes, causes catastrophe. Let me say comfort causes complacency we can become sleepy and dreamy if not lazy you're not lazy you know this is serious stuff you know and the prophets never always just give the give the bright future and everything we always remember one verse and i quote it all the time signing books for people with this verse again okay, i just got a new book from the general overseer the other day 29 11 oh you all know jeremiah 29 11 for i know the plan. but all the other chapters are I'm telling you, judgment and justice of God because they have violated God's word and the holiness of God. But that happens to be one verse. But I'm telling you, read the other 30 something rough, you know. But I want to share with you today from the Apostle Paul a passion for Christ. I believe true passion for Christ has to be missions. Missions. And I can say this for John 3 16, for God. So loved the world that he gave his only son, that he made his only son to come to leave the pa pa mansions of heaven to come to the earth to be our first missionaries. He's not just the master of masters, he's not just the model of models, he, he's not just a martyr of martyrs, even before Stephen, he was already martyred, and then he is also the missionary of all missionaries. He is our mentor, ultimate mentor. He is our model, only model, and he is also our master and our missionary and our martyr. Imagine all this M, 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 amen. I'm into alliteration. And that's what mission is all about. Mission is also about 5M. Mission is about motivation because there is no mobilization without sufficient motivation. So motivation, mobilization, magnification for Jesus Christ through multiplication and also maximization. Give the Lord a praise for the master. Hallelujah. Motivation, mobilization, maximization. Hallelujah. 
and multiplication so that Jesus can be more and more magnified with more magnification. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But a passion for mission, seriously, is in eight dimensions. In eight, a passion for missions is in eight dimensions. So I see some already taking notes. I will give you slowly, but each with one verse. And then I want to give you some testimonies to really challenge you and inspire you so that by the end, you and I will be like Apostle Paul, who was knocked down out of his high horse of holiness, of hypocrisy, really. You know, because of Phariseeism, what do you want me to do, Lord? And the challenge also in 1 Kings 19, when God caught him out of the hole, because the mighty prophet Elijah was like a little dog with tail, with tail behind the quarter, scared, right? You know what I mean? God challenged him. What are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here? Check out 1 Kings 19. Several guests, if you read NIV, NIV, I read NIV, New International Version, which I use less now. I use more. But it says, get out. Get up first. You cannot get out if you don't get up. Then Jesus said to Peter, look, fine, launch out into deep. You can never be deep if you're not willing to get out. Go and do likewise. You cannot D-O if you don't G-O first, you see. This is common sense, man. This is not rocket science, you know what I mean? You know, first get up, get out, get something to eat because I already prepared you breakfast like I did for the disciples, right? Jesus did, John 21. And so that you can... Get, oh, oh, before you get going, get over it and then get going again. Wow, get up. Remember, get up, get out, get something to eat, get over it, and get on going with it. Get on going, praise God. You know, there's several guests, you know, amen. Praise God. It seems like I'm obsessed with alliteration somehow, you know. But it works because summarize is like Proverbs. I'm, I memorize thousands of Proverbs of all cultures, especially, of course, Chinese Proverbs and Jewish Proverbs. Because they speak so much. With so little proverb, that's what a proverb. They speak so much with so little, and he's like uh, uh, short sentences from long experiences, right? <laughs> they are short sentences with long experiences that catches the very essence of human life. Amen. Praise God. One of them is that what? Enjoy your life now. For it is not a rehearsal. Praise God. Amen. Enjoy your work. God has already accepted and approved it and smiling on you because you have done it with heart for Jesus glory. Amen. What are the eight dimensions of a true Christian missionary Pentecostal passion? What? Because to be a Pentecostal is to be a missionary. Pentecost harvest. I mean harvest. Pentecostal is harvesters. And in order to do that, we need to start with, I just give you eight words and eight verses. There are many, many verses and examples. A passion for mission, first and foremost, is passion to know Christ, M-O-R-E. More intimately. I challenge you to study the word M-O-R-E. You'll see how many thousands of times that word is used. Sometimes twice in one verse. More. It is known as the Matthew effect. The Matthew effect is known as M-O-R-E. Where? Matthew 25, the parable of the talent, which culminates with the verse 29 says, To everyone that already H-A-S, M-O-R-E will be given unto you. So that you may have M. O-R-E, abundance. Because the devil comes, John 10, 10, steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it what? More abundantly. Give Lord praise, hallelujah. The devil come to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, but I, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. And through Jesus Christ who loves you, who, who strengthens you, you can be more than conquerors through him who 
so many and a tree that's not bearing fruit fruit tree not bearing fruit what do you do cut and burn but to that that's already bearing John 15 2 says he shall prune it he shall, he shall uh, you know uh, clean it discipline it so that it will bear what fruit more fruit much fruit more fruit fruit that will remain that will last lasting fruits la fruta Durerera, hallelujah, durerera, durerera, the fruit is lasting fruit, amen. La fruta durerera, that's what I learned, new word, durerera means lasting, that can endure, durar, durar, endure, amen, praise God. And first dimension is to know Christ, I think the most important thing is to intimate relation with Christ, not more as a theology or psychology, more neology. More neology on our knees. I believe in neology. Get on your knees and, and seek the Lord every day through two primary things. Study of the word and prayer. Praise God. So that's a passion to know Christ more intimately. Because the word said two verses next to each other. I want to know Christ. Philippians 3.8. I consider everything I have achieved so far is what? Basura. Trash. Garbage. Dung. In comparison to the excellence of knowing Christ. And here is a lady of excellence. When I think about Brenda, really the word excellence came. Amen. You have done with Brenda. Everything was excellent. I just, it's, it's just, this is truly an example. Don't, you guys are so blessed and privileged. Because not every church is like this. And I go to about 200 churches. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. For the leadership. I go to over two, 300 churches every year. This is one only. That's everything just so wonderful for the glory of God. Excellent. Do everything with enthusiasm, with energy, but most important with excellent. Because it's done unto the Lord and he deserves our very, very best. Yes. Praise God. So a passion to know Christ. Philippians 3, 10 also says, I want to, it just, it's, I, I think this is the heart of cry of the Apostle Paul. I want to know Christ. To know him how? Two ways. In the power of his expression, most of us have no problem with that. One experience, power, power, wonder, work, but also to know him through the fellowship of our sufrimientos, suffering, suffering. And you know the theology you see on the movie just a second ago? My friend made it. He was caught. He was beaten. He was like me, caged and taught. And he even gave his testimony in Congress several years ago. When the climate of, uh, of America was more favorable to Christianity. Under the bushes, or more, you know, junior Bush, senior Bush, junior, we say, you know, under Bush, junior. But, you know, oh man, this is so many. God gave this pastor, Dennis Balcom, the language overnight. We have one minister who woke, woke up, we have one, one minister who woke up speaking Bulgarian. You know, this is what I woke up speaking Chinese. That's tremendous. Like, banned from China, like me. Like me, bang. They, they, of course, cage me and torture me. But through even the fellowship of our sufferings, we know him, not the less, we know him more intimately through our fellowship with him. And if we suffer with him, we shall reign with him. So I want you to remember for this first dimension is Philippians 3, 8 and 10. I want to know Christ more intimately. Second dimension, a passion for, for missions is a passion to love Christ more intensely. Because the reason we don't love him more intensely is because we have not spent time in knowing him more intimately. The more you know him intimately, the more you will love him intensely and you love what he loves and you hate what he hates. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. And in the, in the day and age when, when you cannot even openly speak about the evil of LGBTQA, something is seriously wrong. 
seriously wrong man and so for this one to love is i give you i give you actually a whole passage about loving christ of course to know christ to love him christ more intensely it's john 21 his last word is also his most important word and he didn't say once or twice three times do you love me do you love me peter again i saw you say do you love me until peter was hurt the bible said peter was hurt because jesus asked him a third time what hurt ego his ego was hurt his jewish hypocrisy was hurt his national narrowness of nationalism was hurt and all that because he asked a question would you please restore the kingdom of god to israel forget america especially forget china you know forget you know russia no just israel no god has a much bigger plan than just a nation you know praise god so the second thing is to know christ to love christ more intensely john 21 that's the greatest question ever asked. Do you love me? Wow. Only you can answer. Only you can answer. Praise God. Amen. The third aspect of a passion for missions is a passion not just to know him more intimately, love him more intensely, then trust him more deeply. Trust him more deeply. And the word that came to me, came to me is Isaiah 23, one of the most favorite scriptures. I challenge you to memorize these two verses. Isaiah 23, 6 and uh, 3 and 4. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4 says, He, you, no God is telling us, you shall keep him or her in what? In la paz perfecta. In la paz completa. Hallelujah. In complete peace. In, in perfect peace. Condition? Condition, remember, there is no benediction without condition. There is no promise without premise. There is no crown without the cross. No pain, no gains. No money, no mommy. Forget it. No, you know, I'm joking. You know? I think about a Chinese proverb. He said, he who does not learn to endure short-term pains will never long live long enough to enjoy long-term gains. Have you thought about it? Therefore, no pains, no gains. Right? Praise God. And, and in this particular section, Jesus is challenging us to trust him completely. He will give us perfect peace. How? If our minds are focused on him, concentrated on him, because we what? Trust him. Trust him. Trust him. Therefore, verse 4 said, Isaiah 23, I mean Isaiah 26 verse 4 said, Therefore, here's the conclusion. Therefore, trust in the Lord because in Him you have everlasting strength because He is the rock of all ages. Rock represents strength and stability and, uh, and, and the strength. Stability and strength can't be strong if you're not even stable. See, praise God. And the third aspect, uh, I mean, the fourth aspect, you not just trust Him more deeply, trust and obey, trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust. We know the song. Trust and, oh, you know, I'll tell you something. Every time I open the word, right now it happened to be 1 Corinthians 8 and 9. So we just read the passage. I actually only see two words. I actually only see two words. Especially my eyesight getting weaker and weaker. Like Pastor Randa, I can see that, you know. You know, getting old, you know. <laughs> but I really don't even kind, uh, care much about the details and the connotations and the commentary. You know why? Because I see only two words when I open. I don't care which chapter, which verse. I see on the left, big, big word, trust. On the right, big, big word, obey. Trust and obey, trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Give the Lord praise, hallelujah. Trust the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. And obey the Lord, obey the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. And that's how you show you really love God. And the verse I will give you is the known as the Peter principle of Acts 5, 29, where Peter said, 
with the others that in everything Peter said in everything we must it is a must in everything we must obey God rather than man in everything Peter said we must obey God before man this is what Peter is challenging all of us and because of obedience to this word we are prepared we are prepared to pay the price Peter and others stood up. Oh, 29. I want to make sure the verse. Acts 5, 29. And many, many words on obedience, right? For obedience better than your sacrifices. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and all the sacrifices without obedience is nothing but witchcraft. It says, obedience is better than all our sacrifices. First Samuel 15, 22. And then here, I want to make sure I'm struggling with the verse 29 or verse 39. It's Acts 5, 29. And for this verse, you will see the persecution coming to America. It's already happening in China past 72 years under the oppressive communist regime. One party. I have many, many of our preachers, my friends, who are not only sentenced six years, seven years, highest nine years serving in prison already a couple of years now, but just a few months ago, dozens of our own ministers, it's not hearsay, these people who are contacting with me all the time, arrested, tortured, fined, some are still in prison for one single reason secretly celebrating Christmas, December 25, because that is illegal right now in China. Bible, of course, illegal. Even a cross on your chest or on your wall, in your bathroom, in the church, or anywhere else, outside or inside, illegal. Had to be put with his own portrait, the dictator's own portrait. You can just Google and see, it's crazy stuff. Replacing the cross with the dictator's portrait. This happened only in the past few years when he made himself as president or chairman, we call chairman, for life. That's dangerous. Welcome to the mouse world, almost mouse China now, who ruled China almost 30 years, under whom no Bible, no, uh, uh, no church, and, 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 and uh, many thousands were martyred, and thousands more in jail, in jail. One city killed over 200 missionaries, including... Uh, a missionary from America. They rounded them up. This is unbelievable stuff, you know. And then so many who were not killed were put in labor camp and suffered 20 some years. Many died over the year. And, and in one mission, uh, mission uh, concentration camp for preachers over, out of 3,000, 2,800 died. Only about 200 survived. And some of them out of the 200 confessed that they had committed human cannibalism in order to be strong and finally left. After 27 years, I have their pictures. Come and see their pictures. And not more than pictures, I have their testimonies in my book. Sowing in tears, reaping with joy. The underground church in China, persecuted, passionate, Pentecostal, and powerful. You got to read that one. 15 most powerful testimonies I have ever heard. Including the one I just alluded to. But... Number, this is, this is uh, passion number four, is to try to obey Jesus more completely. Not just to trust Jesus more deeply, but obey Jesus more completely. Obedience, obedience, obedience. And that's again, Acts 5, 29. That in all things, it is a must. We must obey God before man. Especially when there is a conflict between the law of the United States and the word of God. Choose you this day whom you shall serve. Joshua admonished I think Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day. And Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I have said before you, life and death, blessing and curse, choose life and you will live a life blessed. Praise God. And number five, the number five I will say to you is that a passion for Christ is a passion to 
follow Jesus more faithfully. That's the first word Jesus spoke to Peter. And the last word Jesus spoke to Peter. First one is Mark 1.17. Come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. See there is no promise without a premise. There's always a purpose. That's why with the passage we read today several times. So that. So as to. So that, what purpose? Purpose. A life without a perfect purpose is a life not worth living. Purpose driven. Amen. Praise God. And the greatest uh, purpose-driven sentence I read is Mark 1.38. When everybody is looking for you because you are more popular than the high priests of Jerusalem. Even though you are marginalized nobody from a little town called Galilee, a little village, you know, you know, Nazareth. But he said, no, not even his own mother and brothers. Who are they? Whoever does the will, whoever obeys God, then become my mother and sister, you know. But he said in Mark 1.38, and oh no let us rather go to the next towns and villages also so that there so that there so that there i may preach the gospel because it is for this purpose it is for this very reason i have come forth into the world may that become your defining verse life must have purpose live a life of intentionality and then you will have a life of intimacy and industry and and a victory i believe that Praise God. Amen. And so many, many verses I can give you. But the last verse, uh, last thing that Jesus talked to Peter, also the word F-O-L-L-O-W. Where? John, yeah, yeah. In John 20, uh, verse 19 uh, and, uh, and uh, 22. Two verses. This is what uh, it said. Don't worry about how John is going to die. Because Jesus said, uh, uh, oh, I think it's 21. John 21. See. And it said, as for you, you know, uh, John 21, uh, verse 19. Uh, yeah, last chapter, last chapter said, as for, as for, you know, John, they have speculation whether John is going to, uh, you know, uh, die. Uh, this is a powerful mission scripture, John 20, 21. Actually, this is the first time the Great Commission. But look at this, it's a PPL, um, I'm sending you John uh, 20, uh, 21, 19. Yeah, that's a powerful one. This is the fifth time the Great Commission. Yeah, John 21, 19, and John 21, 22, twice in just a few verses. Follow me. As for you, you just follow me. And verse 22 says the same thing. You, as, whether John is going to die naturally or not going to die at all, is none of you. What is that to you? Jesus said, what is that to you? Comparison always causes you to be more, uh, 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 how do you say, uh, carnal, more discontent. You know, because you're not looking unto Jesus. As Hebrew 12 too. That's the verse God gave to me when I was in a cage. I was caged after all kinds of tortures. I was caged for three days in a communist cage for three days and two nights. No food, no drink, and worst of all, no food, no drink, no problem. As you know, physiologically, nothing goes in, nothing much can come out. Amen? But no sleep is what gets you. No sleep three days, two nights. But God, God gave me that verse. That become, to me, the second most important verse in scriptures. First, John 3, 16. All of it. And second is Hebrew 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus. You don't look unto denomination or mission department. You don't look unto priest, prophet, pastors. or Looking unto Jesus. Because he's the, he's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the author and omega. And he's the author and the finisher of your faith. And if you look unto him, look at next verse. Verse 3 says, this is, the, this is the premise. Then here is the promise. So that you will not grow weary and you will not lose heart. If you focus on Jesus, put your hand together and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And make up your mind to follow Jesus and focus, focus on Jesus. Until finish, finish, finish. Focus, follow and finish. Focus, 
follow and finish. And if you are not finishing, if you are not finishing, that means you are not following. If you are not even fishing, you are not following. Because the more you follow, the more you fish. Because come follow me and I'll make you what? Fishers of men. Mark 1, 17, as you know. But this, this, this last verse that I mentioned about the following is John 21, verse 22. John 21, verse 22 is the absolute last word recorded that Peter gave, uh, John, uh, Jesus gave to Peter as his first word. Come follow me. And it's the last word. So Jesus said, if you want him to remain alive with until, what's that to you? Other words, with my village English, it means it's none of your business. It's really none of your business how he dies or lives. How long? As for you, only one thing needed. Jesus used that word, one thing. Only one thing needed. That's what he said to Martha, right? Only one thing needed. You need to be more like your sister Mary to practice more uh, neology. <laughs> like Mary, neology. Luke chapter 10, right? And you know, neology. Because it shows you a better thing, you know? Praise God. You must follow. Whatever version this is, is good. I like this version. It's a must. It's a must. And then number six in dimension of mission, not just to know him more intimately, not just to love him more intensely, not just to trust him more deeply, not just to obey him more completely, not just to follow him more faithfully, follow him, you're following him more faithfully, but you can follow him more faithfully because in Jesus there is no measure, no limit. Amen. There is no measure, no limit, you know, no end to it, you know, praise God. Amen. Endless, you know. And then uh, I would say this would be number six, right? Not just to follow him more faithfully. How about to serve him? To serve him more gladly. Psalm 100 says, make a joyful noise. That's my favorite psalm. Every morning I, I shout and sing, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye people. Surely I don't have your beautiful voice, but I can still make a joyful noise amen many have beautiful voices but because but they cannot make a joyful noise because they have no joy in the heart amen better to have a joy uh, make a joyful noise than a beautiful voice without a joy you know amen praise god joy joy rejoice i heard it from the lord and you need to hear this every day you need to learn to rejoice why first of all cut the noise First King 19, he didn't hear anything was because he was trying to get the, uh, the Lord from the thunder, from the storm, from the lightning, even from the earthquake. And he said clearly, First King 19, and there was no voice. Then he stopped trying all this dramatic, sensational, uh, uh, carnal means to seek God. Then he began to quiet himself and began to listen. And then a still, a still, and a small voice came unto him. He heard the voice only until he was willing to shut down all the noises. So the lesson for us, besides the get, 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 you know what I mean? Get off, get out, get over it, and get on with it, you know what I mean? Is that, is that we must cut the noise. Cut the noise, hear the voice, make the choice, and rejoice. Put your hands together, hallelujah. Cut the noise, hear the voice, make the choice to rejoice. Again, I say rejoice, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. Praise God. Nehemiah 18. Again, I say, rejoice, rejoice. Say, Praise God. That's a, that's a piece of joy. Philippians 4, 4. Philippians, Philippians, joy, rejoice, rejoiced 16 times. It's called the epistle of joy. He did not write it in the big palace like our church. He wrote it while he was still in prison. One of the prison epistles, Philippians. Wow. Number seven, I believe, not just to our passion for Jesus, to follow Jesus, uh, you know, more faithfully, not only to serve him more gladly, the verse will be Psalm 100, or many other Psalm 100, serve the Lord with what? 
gladness. You can serve the Lord more gladly. And number seven is to, here is a key word that is getting lost in our culture. Like submit, like wedding ceremonies. People try to avoid that word, beat around the bush. Because they want to use the, the submit means almost negative now. Like rainbow, it's like you know, the color of the, of the rainbow. It's just, uh, you know, uh, abducted by some other groups, right? It's crazy stuff, you know. You know, we used to learn English. They were happy and gay. Many ladies' name gay. Now it means one thing. It's crazy stuff going on. But I challenge you that number seven is a passion for Jesus. For missions is a passion to what? Passion to, here's the hard word. Please him more purposefully. A passion for Jesus is a passion to please. You study the word. I challenge you to study one word, M-O-R-E. You will find hundreds. But I challenge you to use this, study this word that we almost don't want to talk. Because it's almost served like land of democracy, freedom, individualism. You know, American operates on individualism and independence. Sometimes good, but sometimes very hard. The symbol of the ego is wonderful, great. But maybe we need to think about the family of lions. More important to work together. And the proverb, I was first ship go to Africa, 1997 or 98. Went to Kenya, beside Uganda, Rwanda. I learned one word from East Africa. You know, you can get to three countries upon one arrival with one visa, which is Uganda, Rwanda, and Kenya. And in Adirata, Kenya, I learned one word. I like it very much. In fact, that was a passage I was thinking about this morning to share with you. He said, if you, want, if you want to travel fast, travel along. But if you want to travel far, travel together. And Jesus said in John 4.36, John 4.36, so that the reapers and the sowers may rejoice together. The reason they can rejoice together is because they work together. Oh, deep stuff. So praise God, you can see that. And let me, while we are here, change to verse 34. I believe this is the LV of JC. I don't know what I mentioned to you last time over a year ago when I was here, but I'm more convinced than ever, this is the message of LV of JC. I'm not speaking in Chinese either. Amen. I'm not speaking in tongues or Spanglish or English. Amen. This is, I believe, the life verse of Jesus. When they came, talked to him, master, eat something. He said, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. And they began to wonder, maybe somebody somewhere will give him something to eat. Especially that woman of shady character who has known not good reputation. That's why she came midday when everybody else was not catching water. But Jesus said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Well, that got their attention for sure, right? <laughs> Here he said. This is the life verse of Jesus Christ. The LV of JC. The life verse. Life verse of Jesus Christ. My meat or my food is to do his will. The will of him who sent me to do his will. And what? Finish his work. What did they say on the cross? It is even before he went to the cross, the longest prayer Jesus ever prayed in John 17, verse 4, he said, Father, I have glorified you by what? Finishing the work that you have sent me here to do. Amen? So this is a passion to know Jesus, to love Jesus, to trust Jesus, to obey Jesus, to, to uh, serve Jesus, to follow Jesus, now to please him. Oh, I think the word to please him, oh, this is the most important one. Here is the most important words. Hebrew 11 is the faith chapter. May I tell you the faith chapter? I love our church name. Not only loving our church, the church name New Hope, Iglesia, Esperanza, Nueva. You know, you know Spanish, it's just the opposite. Is that a New Hope Church? It's Church Hope New. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Iglesia, Esperanza, Nueva. And you know, and, 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 and if you want to know a hope chapter, I challenge you to study Romans 15. 
Nowhere does it talk about hope more than that one. Six or seven times from verse 4 to verse 13. Verse 4, besides several in the, in, in, in the middle, but verse 4 says, John, uh, Romans 15, 4. Romans 15, 4 said, oh, A-L-L. Every time I say A-L-L and more, you get my attention. You know what I mean? All that was written in the past, talking about the word of God. All that was written in the past was written, here's the sole purpose clause, was written for what? For our admonition. So so, to encourage us so that through the encouragement and endurance, so that through the endurance of the scriptures, encouragement of this, encourage to endure. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You got to endure in order to get encouraged so that we might have hope. Look at this one verse with twice the word hope. I like this one. In between several more. That's why I call it the hope chapter. Romans 15, 4 through 13. Look at verse 13, by the way. May the God of hope, verse 13, John, I mean Romans 15, 4, 15, uh, 13. May the God of hope, the source of your hope, the strength of your hope, it's all here, right? It's in our purpose of hope. Fill you with A-L-L, one of my favorite words. All joy and peace. Condition? There is condition. Don't get, cannot get benediction without condition. Look at this. If then, if then, if then, everywhere. As you're trusting him. Here is the purpose. So that you may overflow with hope. Power. By the power of of the Holy Spirit. And this hope, Romans 5, uh, 5 and 5 says, Romans 5 and 5 says, and this hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our heart by the Holy Spirit. Put your hands together and praise Lord. And this hope, and this new hope, this new hope in Jesus Christ does not disappoint us because God has poured out his heart in uh, his, his uh, love into our heart and Christ in you is the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Christ in you that's a mystery of all mysteries that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Amen. Colossians 1.27. But the last and not the least, not just to please. Oh, the verse I forgot about to please. Hebrews 11.6. It says, for without faith, it is impossible to do what? There we go. The purpose of faith is the pleasure of God. Here it is. The purpose of faith is the pleasure of God. When you exercise your faith, you are pleasing God. So be faithful before you can be fruitful. Be faithful to persevere and God will make you fruitful and you will multiply as the first promise of God says in Genesis 1.28. Be fruitful and multiply. But how can you be fruitful and multiply? Be faithful to persevere and then you'll be faithful to multiply. That's what God told me. If you walk in the prophetic, you will experience the miraculous. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. There's no doubt about it, you know. There is a condition, premise before the promise. And that is powerful. And if I remember one verse correctly, 2 Corinthians 5.9. Maybe we can get that verse, 2 Corinthians 5.9. Many, many, but, 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 uh, but this one that touched me, many, word, many verses was please. So I challenge you to study this word please. Because this is almost a lost word in America. So you have the faith chapter, Hebrew 11. You, of course, everybody knows the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. But now you know the hope chapter, Romans 15, 4 through 13, especially six or seven times hope in the original New Testament Greek. Look at this. Paul said, so we make it our goal. Our purpose is to please him, whether we are in this body, whether we are alive or whether we are dead. Wow. Praise God to please him. To please him. My mentor who spent 27 years in prison, Pastor Moses in China, he was the one who also committed cannibalism. Christian cannibalism as recorded in the Bible to get his story and read it. You will never be the same. 
It's like the Acts, book of Acts in action. What is happening in John? It's called Acts in action. Because in spite of horrible persecution, especially the past few years under this lifetime president, thousands have been thrown in jail. Can you imagine throwing down millions of crosses and Bible conversations? Yet the church has grown. And every day, according to study, still about 30,000 a day come to Jesus Christ from house to house and from less than 1 million. Now there are 150 million followers of the same Jesus. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His power is the same. His love is the same. And his victory is still the same. And his promises are the same. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrew 13.8. But this particular verse says, please him. Make it your purpose all your life to, make, to please him. To please. And the more you please the Lord, the more he will prosper you. Because, reason is this, because faith pleases God. Faith pleases God, and God prospers the faithful. And I'm not talking about just financial prosperity. All sins of the world, marriage and family, children, everything else, praise God. And the last but not the least, because of time. Because of time. This is not in a three-hour class, I realize. Amen? This is not, this is not Guatemala Central Bible College. Amen? Before I give you the last dimension, I want to give you some. Some great, uh, uh, one great uh, uh, victory that our, our Bible seminary in Cachatenango, Guatemala, Central America, highest enrollment of all Bible colleges and seminaries, we have 138 of them around the world, even some Christian universities, but nobody has higher enrollment and is stronger than this. Guess what? We have over 8,000 students this semester in Cachatenango, Guatemala, in the Central American Pentecostal Bible Seminary. Hallelujah. Praise Over 8,000 students. This is unreal. It's unreal, praise God. It's just wonderful. And they have a passion for missions and sending out missionaries like I have never seen even in America. Uh, even before. Even before never. Truly, God is doing something, uh, uh, what they call paradigm shift. That's a big word. A paradigm shift that the former mission field has become the current mission force. Vice versa. If we are not careful and prayerful to put our feet to our faith and put our faith to our feet, then the former mission force like us will become the new mission field if it's not too late yet so my challenge to you don't just put your money where your mouth is how about put your feet where your faith is amen for faith without a feet is fake amen, amen. F -F -F. faith without a feet is fake that's why jesus chose to wash what wash your feet how beautiful are the feet of those why because these feet are used to spread the gospel it represents obedience and action because talk is cheap. That's why the book of Acts is not a book of talks. Amen. Praise God. You think about it. Amen. Amen. It take, take you a few seconds to realize that, but it's true. You know, amen. But the least, the last but not the least is a passion for Jesus. Is a passion not just to please him more purposefully. You've got to live a life of purpose. Then you'll have more power and more passion. And it'll, 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 it'll be permeating every area of life with, with strength. Amen. But the last is a passion for Jesus. It's a passion to proclaim. Proclaim Christ more boldly. More boldly. And do you know why? Because this is the only characteristic that the, uh, the world recognized that these people had and they had spent time with Jesus. How about uh, Acts 4.13? Acts uh, 4.13 and it says, and 31 too. Yeah, 31 too. And 13 also. And 29 also. 
And six, Ephesians 6, 19 also, Ephesians 6, 20 also. Many, many, many. Boldly, boldly, boldly. Let me tell you, the, my trinity of missions ministry. Serving in mission now, 33 years full time. Been to over 120 some nations. God gave me a trinity, missionary, holy trinity. Wisdom, wisdom, power, and courage. Oh, wisdom, power, and boldness. Look at this. Look at verse 13. When they saw the courage. Oh, courage. Boldness, courage is the same. Amen? Like boldness and bravery, right? When they saw the courage, you can see courage. It is visible. Who said faith is not to be seen? Check out Mark 2.5. When Jesus saw their faith, he was moved with compassion. And that miracle happened when Jesus moved with compassion. Praise God. Amen. Where there is compassion, miracle will happen. All the time. It says what? Saw the courage. John and realized. They realized these people are not even educated. These people didn't even go to the school of technology. Amen. Like You know my testimony. School of theology. Come and you thought it was school of technology. And it sent me to Cleveland, Tennessee. That they called it Cleveland, Tennessee. School of technology. No problem. Come in and party. Amen. He said the fools... The fools says in their heart, there is no God. So these atheists are really fools. Amen. Praise God. Think about it, you know. Look at this. Sounds good. Ordinary people. And they were, they were astonished, surprised. And then they went to do some homework, took notes, me went to do some research and found out this is the conclusion that these people were so bold, so courageous, so brave, so brave. Oh, because they had been with a man called Jesus. How about verse 31? Yeah, let's finish this with this last word. Verse 31 says what? It said, after they had prayed. The place where they were praying was what? Now we need some spiritual earthquake here. We need some spiritual earthquake here. One sermon recently touched me by Pastor Loren Livingston and Central Church of God in Charlotte. Oh my, it touched me. You can check it when you have time in the future called uh, A Shaking is Coming. On YouTube, Loren Livingston, A Shaking is Coming. It really touched my heart. And it started revival like 10 weeks or 10 months, I forgot. You have some heard about it. Oh my God. A Shaking is Coming. And you all know. Even unspiritually, you see a shaking is taking place. A shaking spiritually is coming. He said what? And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And didn't say speaking tongue immediately either. I'm wary of tongue talkers who are doing nothing. I'm wary of tongue talkers who have no action. All talk, no action. Sounds like Congress or whatever. You know what I mean? Look at this. And they spoke the word of God. And I challenge you with more boldness. So, a passion for Jesus is a passion to know him more intimately, love him more intensely, trust him more deeply, obey him more completely, follow him more faithfully, serve him more gladly, and please him more purposefully. And most importantly, if you have all the past seven, it has to be shown here, because otherwise you are seven fake phony stuff. Just for the entertainment of your head. Because it didn't touch your head, didn't involve your hand. It's just here. It's always about information for the head and inspiration for the heart, but also involvement with the hand. Never hesitate to stretch out. He said, Jesus stretched out. He stretched out and touched them. That phrase is used so many times in the four gospels. You got to, in order to reach, you got to stretch. He stretched out and touched them. And my motto has always been stretch, reach, teach, Preach and then dispatch. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Stretch, reach, teach, preach, and then send them out. Dispatch in the name of Jesus. And with prayer and with support. Amen. And that's what your church has always done. All these years. And I thank you. This is the last one. Preach Jesus Christ. Not just with the lips, but also with your lives. Let me tell you what, earn our, what is the most lost foundation in human relation. Credibility. 
credibility is known as the law of the solid ground. So many have no solid ground because they have no trusting relationships. They have no trust relationship. How do you build a trust so that we can have more solid relationships? Marriage, family, friends, the same. Is that it? Not just declaration with our lips, but how about demonstration with our lives? I am convinced of this formula. And I'm very poor with mathematics. But I have this simple formula. Amen. Praise God. I'm, I'm very poor, you know. But it's credibility equals declaration with the lips plus demonstration of with our lives. And I'll give you, I promise, last verse. <laughs> Romans 5, 8. He said, God so loved the world that what? God loved us not when we became holy saints in the museum. No. Well, we were still yet sinners. Romans 5, 8 says, Christ loved us. And how did he love us? D-A-D. That's how he demonstrated it. Look at this. Look at that. That way we're yes, still saying, he, the best demonstration is with our life and even with our death. Look at this. That's why the eternal symbol of Christianity has become the transform the cross. Look at this. Demonstration with our life, even with our death. Because part of life is death. For greater love has no one than this. The one laid down his life for his friend. And I have so many work uh, co-workers in China and around the world, even the Muslim world. I go to Northern Africa, dangerous. Mali, Niger, Senegal, and five times in Morocco. I'm the, much more dangerous than China. China, they'll give you a little monkey soil and bang you, <laughs> you know, find you and make sure you get your money out. And, but there they kill you without even a notice. Radical Islam. When I suppose in Russia, like you, uh, Eritrea and North Korea, you know, these are two mostly oppressive countries. One in North Korea, one is Eritrea of North, Northern Africa, you know, who are now fully supporting. But let me tell you this God has shown me if you put your feet where your faith is, put your faith where your feet are, you will experience miracles. And I can give you many testimonies, but let me end by saying that you can read some of the testimonies. I'll go to video, Jesus in China. Uh, you'll see so many, but I have written by God's grace and for God's glory about a dozen books now. Praise God. Two of them just translated in Spanish. And I was preaching in Argentina right before the holidays. Praise God. One night, over a thousand copies were sold in our national convention in Buenos Aires and in Spanish. Two books in one. And you can come check. If you like Spanish, talk to me. I can send you some Spanish. But at this time, I also want to thank all of you for your prayer and for your support. I don't know, Pastor, with Pastor's permission, Pastor Brenda, I like to make this available. I feel, I feel in my spirit. I'm not going to take an offering, so don't tremble with fear and trembling. Amen. Praise God. But, Pastor, could I, with your permission, make this available to people? So that if they want to do anything, can, they can just drop it there. And can I have some helper, please? If you can get a few more helpers, Brother Chip. I just feel in my spirit and with Pastor Brandon's permission, I'd like to make it available. If anybody feel led to do something to help with the Bible project, in China it's like one Bible for 40,000 people. Can you imagine how many Bibles will be available in Sevierville? Maybe Kodak, only one copy. And no cross allowed. And even among the brothers and sisters, it's like one Bible for 200 believers. That's what you saw most of the people who know Bible. You didn't see, I want to really see. That's why I showed you the video, really. Their first time to receive. And we have personally experienced that view, that last minute, as you saw in the video, the 55 seconds, many times. Anybody interested in going, let me know. I've been trying to get Pastor Tom to go, but I have not had a definite yes yet. But I believe God is going to heal him, and you and Brother Tom coming. Amen. In spite of the oppression, 
Where there is oppression, there is also expansion. More persecution, more expansion. That's how X18 become X81. <laughs> X18 become X1 because of persecution, which is a blessing in disguise. It causes the church not to be comfortable, complacent, but to go, go, go. Because they couldn't stay here in Kodak. Then churches started in Sevierville and in Asheville. Praise God. Knoxville, everywhere. That's how it started. God has not changed his journey and you cannot improve on it. None of us can improve on Jesus. Amen. Turn with me to the first page. If you have your copy. Thank you. Thank you for your help. Praise God. God bless you all. If you have it, turn with me to the first page. I'm not going to collect it, but if you feel led to do something, you can uh, leave it in the front, and the church will have an account to give you mission credit, and, and also uh, we will give you report regularly, as I'm always in touch with Pastor Tom and Pastor Brenda. On the upper right corner, you can do something today, cash, check, or credit, or if you want to do something, credit card, you have the credit card information, but uh, make sure that you have our project number. If you want to write it down, I just give the, the church has it also. The church has it, and it's our project number for 33 years now, you know? And any penny you give, 100%, every dollar, 100% goes to the project. It will not go for administration or administrators. Praise God for that. And this is truly the fact. If you can do something, and Brother Chip, thank you. He's one of my supporters now. Praise God. God touched him with generosity. Amen? Praise God. And... But let me give you my project number before Pastor Brenda comes. Uh, you can write it anywhere in the, in the upper right corner in the gray area or anywhere you want to write it. It's 060. Any, anywhere you can write it. If you didn't write it down, I'll write it for you, no problem. 060. Yeah, some are writing and saying it slowly. Dash. Oh, oh, man, no more. No more? No, I need more. Oh, man. I'm a man of little faith. You man of little faith, you know. No, but I didn't feel like, but suddenly I feel like I need to see whether brother, uh, uh, sister, Brent, let me spread. But 060-0036, that's the project number, 33 years now. 060-003, with our technology, school technology, maybe we can project it on the board, amen? 060-0036, and God has used this project to raise literally now about 13 to 15 million now for various projects, not just China project, all over, praise God, like supporting the missionary in Quetzaltenango. And I thank you. And this is the same project of Sister Brenda, you helped us even in Fort Myers through Dwight Allen. So no more words said. Give us your info so we can give you a receipt and thank you. And tear the last page. Tear the last page for yourself, donor copy. That's your temporary official receipt. And put the white and yellow copy in the whatever. You can just, you know, don't need to collect it in the front. Then we'll make sure the church has the yellow copy. And we have the white copy to turn in with whatever the church has already prepared. Or you have already given early to put as a check for COGWM. Church of God, World Mission. And God bless you for your giving and for your prayer. And thank you for your full attention for me to share the gospel. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Brenda and all of you. God bless. God bless. God bless. Thank you for joining us for the New Hope Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast or other resources, visit newhopeonline.com.